and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 170, Beaver Town. Beaver Town. This week's episode, EA are stupid, always. JFG Ash gets into Bomberman. JFG Alex wins the game of buying games. Twice. There's talk of nursing a semi. And finally, JJ is still a fucking legend. Cheers, buddy. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 170. My name is Alex and I'm joined, as ever, by my very good friend, Ash. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, buddy. As always, feeling good on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, sparkling thoughts give me the hope to go on. Apart from mm. I hate computers now. They can all die in a fire because I've just oh, yeah. spent the last 20 minutes setting this shit up. Oh, yeah. and yeah, it was just like, no, all my drivers are wrong. And oh, no, my de- audio devices aren't mapped. I'm like, why? Nothing has changed. It's still, everything's the same. Just fucking sort your life out, computer. But so far, I'm recording and I believe we're streaming. I could check, but I'm not going to. Fuck it, really. Who cares? Um. Anyway, yeah, I'm feeling good, buddy. It's been a week of signing things and... Bits and bobs, let's say. Um, first of all, buddy, football has happened this week. Ball, ball, ball. Footy, 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 footy. Oh, footy, footy, footy. Oh, there you go. Football, yeah. Football. What on earth is going on? Oh, I don't know. Shenanigans, everyone's losing, everyone's winning. That's what's happening. That's your football update. Everybody's losing, <laughs> everybody's winning. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. Oh, I'm enjoying the World Cup. I'm very much enjoying the World Cup. Oh, I like how all the games are on while I'm working, so I've got something to do then. Oh, that's true. Um, that's so handy. that's good news. Yeah. But um, yeah, that there England, buddy, um, won a penalty shootout for the first time ever in a World Cup, yep. and for the for the first time in any to- tournament since 1996. Yeah. So I was alive then. I watched that. I cried a bit afterwards, I'm not going to lie. If anything, that statistic makes it worse this is an example of what a complete failure we have been as a nation for such a long time that this one-off might be the, uh, it's the exception it's that proves the, the rule. Point but now. maybe that's being negative, buddy. Um, but then I'm, I have, I'm an England fan, so you kind of gotta be. You gotta be. <laughs> what else? What else are you gonna do? It's written in the rules. Yeah. Um, You've been enjoying the games, buddy. You've been down pubs at all, or just watching just at home? Watching it at home and at work. I mean, not work, not watching it at work. Watching no, it at no. work. Not. Maybe watching it at home and at not work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah, it's been it's yeah, it's been really fun. Been watching some football. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I like the goals. Fucking, I was a bit upset with Japan. You know, I thought they were gonna do it. <sighs> they fucked. It. They fucked it real good. They really did. They um probably shouldn't have pushed their whole team up for yeah. a ninety fourth minute corner. Well, don't know. Worth a go. Just, yeah, when in Rome. Go on, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah. So that kind of happened. Yeah, um, yeah. Football. I mean, if you want to listen to a football podcast, there's many out there. This isn't one. 
I guess. No, we'll move on swiftly and we can only apologise for what came before. Well, obviously. I mean, it's what we've been doing this week, buddy. This is the section where we talk about what we've been doing this week and, you know, we... That's what we've been doing. Bit of that. Bit. Well, fuck me, buddy. With that in mind, what have you been doing? Well, that's a good point. Um, I don't know if it is or not. <laughs> <laughs> I I signed my final bit of paper to acquire a house, I believe. So I was told. Oh, shit the bed. So I was told there could be more signing yeah. of paper later. You were led to believe. Mm, I said, I believe I have been led to believe. And um, yeah, I signed for a house. Uh, moving in about, well, two weeks on Friday. So that should be fun. Sorted out the internet already. That's getting installed first day I go in. Thank fuck. Fucking sweet. That's how it's done. Game night in the new house. Going to be interesting. I don't know if I'll be on or not. We shall see. I'm going to go with a no. Probably a no, but hopefully, (laughs) if I play my cards right, the missus will be really tired from moving. I'll be like, sweet, I'm going to go play games. See you later. That's my my plan. Anyway. Yeah, so so moving in two weeks. So obviously, I'm thinking about the old garage conversion that's going to happen to get the new room in. Fuck fuck knows where I'm going to be recording the podcast. Probably in the kitchen uh, in the meantime. I I literally don't know how I'm going to set it up, but I'll make it happen. Even if it's through like the shitty MacBook using Audacity or something. I don't know. Now does the job. These Yeti mics kind of work anywhere. So. Yeah, they do. Um, so I'm going to have to sort something out there. So um, please bear with me um, after... Well, I mean, expect the quality to drop in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been uh, thinking about, obviously, the conversion of the uh, the garage and getting my room, which, you know, will be a nice upgrade from sitting under the stairs like Harry Potter. So exciting, buddy. You could do anything, anything you can think of. You could just have a giant ball pond or... Well, um, I th- tra- I'm going to mainly go for just a gaming room with a desk and a big fuck off TV and shit like that, you know, quite okay, quite standard. Uh, but you know, it's made me think like, oh, all the new stuff. So I've been, you know, on Amazon making a nice little wish list of all the things that I want to get. So yeah, I've, I've been looking at new desks. Probably going to get some shitty IKEA thing. Maybe like a, a tabletop. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Found a new chair on Amazon. I was like, yeah, I'll treat myself to a new chair. Exciting times. Need to get a footstool. That's a needs must. I need need to get my feet up on something, I think, you know, to fully relax and enjoy the enjoy the area. And I'm thinking maybe, like, I think there might be room to get, like, a little sofa in there as well. So I might, might have, like, a sofa at the back. I'm looking at the ultra-wide monitors at the moment. I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, so exciting! You're blowing my mind right now. I'm, I'm feeling. I've got frothy loins. I'm feeling rigid. Like all, all of these things, buddy. They're, they're just sweet music to me. I have to say, <laughs> very exciting. So I think I'm going to get widescreen monitor projector route, perhaps. Uh, buddy, it's see, an option. I've been yeah. thinking about ultra widescreen monitor, right? Like on the wall yep. in front of me, in the face, and then above that big old fucking TV. So then I've got the option. I've I've even looked at the cabling in this, so I can have my my PS4 hooked up to the ultra wide monitor, and also the big fuck off TV. And with a little junction box, I can just press a button, boop, over it goes to one or the oh. other. So I'm like, if I want to get close and personal in my gaming chair, I can be like, yeah, I'm serious. 
or game night, fucking sit back, relax in the sofa back there. Big fuck off TV. Obviously, no. beer fridge, that's going to be there. Oh, Gibbon. Yeah, Gibbon. But then I went down the route of looking at all like nice fancy lights and oh, I'll get a new PC case as well. And oh. I, Today I bought some coloured LED fucking lamp lights. Um, you know, have you seen like the Philips Hue things where you can change the colour oh, yeah. on your phone? Yes, yeah, like a cheap Chinese knockoff one. It's ace. I'm looking, yeah, but I, I really, I can really get behind those. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at those at the moment as well. In fact, uh, I've had a, a set of those sitting in my Amazon basket for some time, just waiting for me to pull the trigger, it. buddy. Well, so. if you look at the Xiaomi Yi Light, it's exactly the same, but it's like I got, I picked them up, twelve pound a pop. For them. And you don't have to have the stupid Philips hub. And reviews of them are pretty good as well. So we have, I ordered a couple of them today. I'm looking forward yeah, to getting them. Yeah, link me that, buddy. Oh. I want to have a look at that. They're tasty. And you can buy like little light strips as well if you want. LED light strips changing colour. I'm like, I'll get one of them. Stick them on the back of your telly. Yeah, just put them on my legs and have a little dance. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. valid option. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I've I've been looking at ways of like yeah making like the the perfect kind of pimped up gaming room, which is probably pr- like proper YouTube fodder. So I can't wait. It's going to be ace. Gibbons. Oh, look, yeah. Looking at custom posters as well. I was like, oh, maybe I'll go down the route of uh, blueprints. That's kind of cool. And I was like, I'm not a cunt. I won't do that. Uh, you want to get some. Pohang Steelers jerseys well, framed up on your wall. That's there, another buddy. thing I was thinking. Oh, maybe I've got like a f- quite a few old gaming t-shirts that I don't really wear anymore. Maybe I'll just get them framed up. That'd be cool. Uh, no, yeah, mate, mollusk world in many ways. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Ah, oh, th- the, the other thing that I've signed up for, mate, is my level one in football this week. Signed what does that mean? Football. I'm going to get my level one in football. Um, I don't know. It's some sort of coaching thing. That that's the course a badge or something. Football is it? level, yeah. It's like a badge. It's like yeah, <laughs> fucking when you swim your first twenty five meters or something. It's like yeah, football level weights. Yeah, do your yeah. weights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm that's I'm gonna have my like FA level one football coaching qualification like next year sometime. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Fucking something for the CV that is, mate. So South, Southgate's not going to last forever, uh, mate. mate. I've, so, I've got to get in there, you know, while, while the iron's hot, you yeah. know. He's going to fuck it. So, <laughs> shotgun, <laughs> just saying. And you're doing another Pizza Hut commercial, and before yeah. you know it, the job will be up for grabs, and there you'll be. I'll be there, I'll be there, you know. Yeah. yeah sweet. Uh, so, yeah, mate, uh, busy week. Um, lots of bits and bobs going on. Uh, my imagination has run wild this week with spending money that I don't have, which is always fun. Uh, Love it, <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, so yeah, and uh, what what you been up to, buddy? Obviously, football. We know that football, food, uh, football, food, jazz, um, and work, but not much more. That's a kind of it's the uh, standard uh, Alex overview. week, really. You know, yeah. Well, it's, you know, that's just sort of you know you you get your trailer and then you get your sort of eight second pre trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what's coming up in the trailer because you're all simpletons. I like it. That's what I'm doing for you here. Cool, nice. Um, uh, yeah. So we're we get the ball rolling. Football. Lots of football. Been watching the football. Been seeing the football. Been playing the Pez football. Then been watching the football. <laughs> Enjoying that. 
Good stuff. Um, what else? Seems to be a smokehouse in my town now at one of my favourite pubs, so I keep going there. Um, I had some ribs. They were very, very smoky, buddy, um, and glorious. And, you know, to our American listeners, this may be uh, something that's music to their ears. It, of course, is the 4th of July today, buddy, so um, fucking many celebrations to... Gunpowder treason and plot. Yeah, um, that's actually fireworks um, bonfire night. That one, that but November similar. the fourth, um, the fifth. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Christmas but, time. Yeah. Woo! Um, Jesus is con- birthday. Many con- congratulations to our American listeners. I hope you're having a lovely, lovely time there. Um, in whatever you're doing, probably going to a smokehouse. Um, so I'm with you. Fucking, there I am. Um, that was good. Uh, the weekend I went to that... Uh, I don't, I'm sure I've spoken about this before. I probably spoke about it last year. In fact, I definitely did, because I remember us talking about the word. And the word, buddy, is Mela, or Mela, or Mela. Do you remember this? M-E-L-A, uh, some sort of uh, world music and food festival in my town, they, except my town's like 98% white, so it's like super racist. Do you remember this from last year? People in burkas playing banjos, yes. pretending like they've got some sort of Indian element to them, even though they don't. Does this ring any bells? Yeah. Racism. <laughs> <coughs> so, So this year... Obviously, you've got to go down there because sometimes it's just nice to watch a car crash, buddy. So um, that's what we did. Um, there was some dude down there, and brilliantly, the uh, stage was facing away from us as we arrived, so you couldn't see what was going on there. And all we could hear was, um, I would probably describe it as shaggy-esque reggae. Ah, oh, um, nice. Yeah, very much. Wasn't um, me. Reggae with like that, which, you know, <laughs> I, I won't do any more because that's Please. probably racist. Um, but I'm just was setting like, the scene. Th- it's not racist. You're like, I'm, I feel like I'm there now. Wouldn't this be great? Yeah. Wouldn't it be brilliant if this was some middle aged white dude doing this? Yes. Um, but wearing like a Caribbean rug or something. Did he have I a mean, Rastafari hat on with fake dreads? If he dreads. had the hat and, and like, fake dreads, yeah. then that would, obviously, that would be the cherry on top. That wasn't the case, ah, but he was a middle-aged white gentleman, and he was in the, sort of, uh, Jamaican rug sort of clothing. Like it. Um, so that was funny. Um, we laughed at him. Uh, and then we, we had the, the Burka band shortly afterwards featuring a selection of who, people I can only describe as grands um, inexplicably doing some sort of, sort of Asian fusion music. I mean, each to their own, of course. Well, but, you know. Uh, it really is whiffs of Bioshock Infinite sometimes in this town. Um, it's, not, it's not a compliment. Um so that's fun. And then, uh, obviously, the headliner, buddy, was a Bruno Mars tribute act. So you're going to want to you're see gonna that. You're going to want to see that, um, aren't you? Pretty important. Yeah. So, yeah, we just uh, we, we drank and uh, and enjoyed watching that fucking ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and then went to a new restaurant, buddy, Kai's Kitchen, and had the best meal I've ever had in this fucking town. Ooh. Thai food, reasonably priced, unbelievably tasty. Fucking marinated sirloin steak, prawn noodles, it's got the noodles fucking there. dim sum, buddy. It was all there. It was all there in front of us. And then it was gone. But we had the memories after that. Well, that's it. And you got we'll the memories. Never forget. Never. We'll never forget. Never. So, yeah, 
Uh, that's about it, really, buddy. I've got jazz tomorrow with the whole family, including my um, American second cousin who's over here. Loves jazz, um, that she, guy. She, oh, she, she doesn't visit she. often. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she was last over here in 72, so she's been enjoying <laughs> how much England has changed in the last 40 or so years. Yeah. Um, so we're going down for the jazz. I've actually booked a table on the Pantiles for dinner tomorrow night. Buddy, so, uh, Stepping it up. I might even wear a shirt. I might even take these these uh, swimming shorts off I've just been wearing every day and um, <laughs> put on a nice pair of slacks. So uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and, I want to know swimming buddy. shorts just, because, just in case you're like, oh, I need to go swimming. And you're just fucking, fucking ready. You are ready. They're f- I highly recommend wearing swimming shorts at all times. Um, I don't, I don't feel I can get are, on board with that. That's weird. They are lightweight. Yeah. Um, if you get a pair that's very dark, then it's hard to tell that that's what's going on, so people kind of leave you be. Yeah. Uh, if you get wet, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can wash them regularly, and they're dry in 10 minutes. But you could wear them in the shower, really. You could do that. I mean, you, could you wash just don't them have to take wash. them off. You don't have to, no. It's advised um, to, though, I guess. I would do it. Yeah. It gives you better access when you're washing your balls and stuff. So I get that, yeah. Important. you got to wash them balls. Yeah. I just wear them all the time. Um, they're suitable for all conditions. So, And if you do fall in a lake or uh, get so hot that you you feel the need to swim in a puddle or something, you're wearing swimming trunks, buddy. You're away. It's all over. Fucking winner-winner chicken dinner. <laughs> Hard to argue with. Ah, so yeah, sound logic, that, buddy. I got uh, seven more days of of work at my appalling, terrible company that I hate. Yes. Um, they don't listen to this, but fuck those guys. Even if, even if they did, they know. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's about it, buddy. Um, I suppose unless you've got anything else, we should probably move hey, on. Whoa. Of course, there's one more question <laughs> that we always have to ask. Set him up. There what are you go. drinking? I'm drinking uh, uh, Estrella, buddy. Um, this is the week we uh, finally booked our accommodation for the trip that I'm going. I'm going to Barcelona in August, Barcelona. and um, got ourselves a little apartment with a balcony. Yeah, um, balcony, like it. Yeah, near that bit where the terrorist attack was. Lightning cheap tends nowadays. not to strike twice. Uh, yeah, indeed, yeah. buddy. Like um, it, nice. That's good. So yeah, it's the it's the Estrella, or I believe they say Estrella. Buddy. Oh. Uh, what about you? What are you drinking? I'm on the Green King IPA because it's cheap and tastes okay. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Fucking beautiful ah, news. Yeah, buddy. I did mix it up during the week, though. I had uh, had me uh, 1079 project, the old Pilsner, which was lovely, and I bought some of that Citra, or whatever it is, the Okamail one. I had four of them on game night. I was fucking twatted. It it's was nice, that Okamail g- stuff. I feel like they're one of my favourite breweries, you know, at the moment. They're really good. Tasty, tasty Be- beers. Beaver Town for me at the moment, buddy. Loves it. I, I like it because uh, everything I've had from Beaver Town Brewery is very nice. And also, their uh, artwork looks like lots of weird cartoons. That's always and good. And it's got Beaver in the name, and that's always funny. So, to be <laughs> honest, that's a threefer. So, there you go. Highly recommend a bit of Beaver Town. Name of the podcast, Beaver Town. <laughs> Beaver Town. <laughs> What's the other one? I've been having another one as well. Gamma Ray. I've been enjoying a bit of Gamma yeah, Ray. Yeah, I love some Gamma um, Ray. 
that I mean that's just really good for you, isn't it? Those gamma rays. Gamma gamma ray. Oh no. There's a beer. There's the one. Beaver Town beer. It's the single that gamma was the ray. One I, oh, okay. It's the one I would recommend from the Beaver Town brewery, but So it's not like, you know uranium or whatever. It's not it's not radiation, <laughs> no. I'm not suggesting you irradiate yourselves. Yeah, just gonna Although fucking why not? I mean this day and age you gotta get your kick somewhere, mate. I'd at least like to hear about it. Oh, I tell you so. what, right? Obviously, I frequent pornography websites uh, to knock one okay. out, you know, like you do. And I am very worried. You know, I just go on generic... Oh, I can't remember one. It's some fucking dodgy one where it gets all of them from everywhere. And I am getting worried with the amount of, you know, not strangulation porn that's on, but like... Women getting tied up and proper like gagged up and stuff. I'm not. I'm not. I see it there in the thumbnail. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to see that. It's. Is this? I just don't understand it. Like, where, where's? Uh, why? It's rife, buddy. Some people like it. I know. I don't get it. Like, I just want to see. You know, bit of that and a bit of, and now I'm done. What's Bob's your father. Fanny's your uncle. Yeah. John's your papa. John's your papa. Ted's your aunt. Yeah. There you go. I just, yeah. I just thought I'd put that out there, you know. Oh, fair Talking enough. Talking about getting fair your enough. kicks wherever you can, like, but there, there is a line. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be uh, reasonable with our porn, for the love of Jesus. I know. Maybe not him, but, you know. I bet he would, though. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, let's, let's go and talk about what we've been playing. Do you want to get the ball rolling here, buddy? What have you been playing Destiny this week? Destiny 2 update. Here we go, buddy. You're fucking... You're <laughs> ready. Uh, no, not a lot. Obviously, fucking hell, mate. Raid team assembled. Whoa, I'm having so much fun. This is amazing. Like, six dudes fucking running the raid from scratch. We're learning it. We're getting it done. Like, uh, we've been doing it a week now. I think we've had about three or four goes. And last night, fucking, we were all over it. We got through all the three stages, and we finally made it to the final boss last night. And we're like, right, we've got a whole week to get this done. Because how it does it, uh, whenever you, uh, you've got, obviously, the, the reset in Destiny is Tuesday to Tuesday. Um, so however far you get in the raid, uh, like there's three rooms and then the final boss room, uh, whatever ones you've completed that week, stay with you until... Uh, the reset. So yeah, we've done all three stages. We're ready for the final Callus boss fight. So this will be like the first time properly us having a go at this. And oh, I'm fucking loving it. Like literally, clans are amazing. They're the best thing ever. There you go. Just wanted to say that. Nice. It's really yeah. good fun. Um, apart fucking from cool, man. yeah, man, it's awesome. Uh, apart from that, uh, playing some more Switch. Obviously, been playing some Super Bomberman. Ah, oh, it's Bomberman on the Switch. And it runs yeah, I've heard. pretty ballsy. I was going to say, it's I've not heard great. Really bad things. Yeah, it's, it's um, not great. There's not a lot there, obviously. Th- Bomberman. Not a lot to do with it. But it, it just doesn't run very well. Like, even like when you're playing single player with four AI, uh, three other AI or whatever. Or, but yeah, no, it's, it's just like the frame rate's like shit. <laughs> really? Obviously. Um, but no, I don't want to. Oh. That's the downfall. The upside of it is it's just really hammering home how much of a family console the Switch is. It is fucking awesome. And I cannot put that point across more than that. It is just awesome. Like when like we got 
two kids, me and the missus, playing games together, and we're all shouting each other, calling each other cunts and stuff. Obviously not, but you know that like sort it. of line. That's what I'm thinking in my head. But I have to have yeah. like the you know the family filter setting on. Sometimes it might come out, <laughs> but you know that will happen. But no, yeah, like literally, uh, still cannot praise this console enough for like the family entertainment factor. It's absolutely awesome. Really, really cool. Uh, the Bomberman thing, obviously this thing's come out, it, it it came out in March on Switch and then came out last month on the other consoles. Um, if it ran well, for example, it probably it probably does run well on the other platforms, I would imagine, I would guess. Uh, I'd have to investigate. But what I'm getting at is, if it, if it ran fine, if the frame rate was like locked, no problems, would it be worth a buy or is it also a bit of a shit game as well i mean there's there's nothing there for me to play it single player but then again i wouldn't play it single player play it online with you guys and yeah it could be quite fun i mean we've, we've had previous joy with bomberman in the past but I, I don't know i don't know if we would get that kind of enjoyment out of it i mean if it was in the sale for like eight quid i'd be like yeah let's fucking buy it but I'm, how much is it like 20 25 quid at the moment probably minimum oh, i think so yeah so, at the uh, moment, yeah so no it's nowhere near worth that price point but yeah when it goes into some sale it might be like hey yeah we'll, we'll fucking we'll pick this up and have a have a bit of a bash on it you know yeah yeah definitely yeah, fuck it maybe worth a look at some point I have to go down in price yeah it's fine obviously i've been playing like loads of other switch games but <clears throat> not really much to report on there i just wanted to say super Bomberman man because i don't think i spoke about it last week uh i might have done but fuck no it. i don't think you did <laughs> Uh, so yeah, mate. That's uh, that's me for games really this week. Um, I thought about loading up God of War uh, because I really fucking need to get back into that game because it's awesome. Um, yeah, I didn't. I just, I just played more Destiny because I'm a dickhead in it. You know, that's what I do. <laughs> oh, I, I can't stop, mate. I've got an issue. I, I don't understand. I know, right? You don't. I do. No. But I just, I can't. It's fine, as long as you're having a good time. I fucking love but. it. I just can't. Every time I play it, I'm like, this game's so good. I love it. It's awesome. But anyway, that's enough of that shit. What you been playing, buddy? <laughs> um, This week, I have been playing, well, firstly, uh, the missus was very keen on uh, Unravel 2. We played the demo, finally. Uh, you remember I had it downloaded last week, but didn't quite get around to playing it. Gibbons. Um, and it's it's really good it's really good um it i don't i don't think it's much of an upgrade on the last game okay uh, but the levels are really really beautifully put together um and the, obviously the big thing here is that this is a co-op game so um that means that you've got all sorts of interesting co-op mechanics um and they really genuinely are interesting like you know the way that you can one of you solves the puzzle and then can pull the other one up like so they don't have to do it as well yeah uh, there's instances where yeah. you, you're going from platform to platform and uh the first person <laughs> lands on a platform and then you they can hold l2 to keep the <clears throat> rope taut so that the next person can sort of ninja swing to the following platform and if you get it right then you can literally go like one to one platform Next one swings to the next platform. Next one swings to the following platform. It's just very fucking satisfying. The um, the platforming is really good here. Like, it's just really solid. 
Uh, they've really nailed it, and I actually went back and had a little burn of the old one because I, I was convinced that they'd done some work on the movement here, and it is. It's vastly superior. There's just It's just tighter. There's something about it. It feels more precise, um, which means when you fuck it, it's definitely your fault, which the... the for, for want of a better word, buddy, uh, the first unravel was a bit woolly with the controls. Oh, good one. So, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying <laughs> it. We've we've played uh, about two and a half hours of it now, something like that. I don't know how long it is, but yeah. it was only £18 on the store, £17, something yeah, yeah. like that. Um, highly <clears throat> recommended if you're looking for a co-op game to play through with someone. Um, it's like, yeah, the ultimate couch co-op game, and also quite relaxing... There's not many of these sort of horrible moments where you just get fucking stuck the way that you, you know, end up shouting at someone for, for fucking it over and over again. Uh, it's really friendly on the checkpoints. And um, at the same time, there are some genuinely tricky moments. And yeah. also okay. quite a few puzzles that you like you can get stuck on and you have to sort of stop and be like, okay, how the, how the hell are we going to do yeah. this kind of thing? Because from watching it at E3, what I got out of it, I was like, fucking hell, you have to be like on this thing. Like you have to be fucking ninja rope, like Worms Armageddon style, which is just like, if anyone played like Worms back in the day, everyone knows that the ninja rope was a motherfucker. And uh, it was tricky. <laughs> it was tricky. And I was thinking like, like watching it, I was like, holy shit, if two people have got to get like this ninja rope stuff down, then that, that's going to ruin this game, but from the sounds of it, you're saying it's quite forgiving and it's quite easily doable, like the swinging mechanics and stuff like that. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you, you've got, you know, from from the point at which you are supposed to release the button from a swing, um, it, it, the the period for that is like a second. You know, you can be like, which is which is a lot when you're swinging on the fly you know if you if you release too soon if you release like too late uh, for the most part you'll just you'll make it anyway it's just about sort of working out what you have to do um and there are some occasions where you know there's you're navigating through like little enemies or uh, little electric fields and stuff and it can get frustrating if one of you keeps like ballsing it but at the same time every puzzle kind of ha most of the puzzles have kind of two roles so if one of you can't really accomplish their role then you can always swap try it the other way around oh, okay um, that's kind of cool it's quite good you know you'd have a there was one where one of us needed to be lowered into a hole and then when we got down there we could make a bridge so the other one could just fall down onto it um and yeah the missus tried uh sliding down and jumping off a few times and when that didn't work then she became the person to hold me and i slid down and, and made the bridge and so on so uh, it's satisfying it's fun lovely soundtrack beautiful art design this is such a gorgeous looking game um really pleased with the purchase and and you really can't argue with a sub 20 quid price on a game that you're going to get that much enjoyment out of uh like as as full price at like 18 pounds it's a fucking steal if you've got someone to play it with I, i'd imagine it'd be fun on your own as well but i think that a lot of the mechanics would be a bit weird like it just feel a little bit like you're missing out because i think most of the puzzles are kind of designed to be uh, something that you can like benefit from having two people for. Yeah, yeah. Makes um, sense. I mean, it's even got a. If you push, um, I forget, it's one of the bumpers, uh, then the person who pushes the bumper can just morph into the other player so that you just become one. Uh, when, and that when two become one. Yeah. Gib and Spice Girls fucking full blast. There it is. Yeah. Um, nailed it. 
So yeah, if if one person keeps dying because they keep like slipping down or something, then you can just become one and have that person do it. <laughs> Be like, so, don't stop being a retard. Give me it. Press your bumper button. Fucking morph into me. I'll do it, and then yeah. we'll we'll yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's cool. Um, the other one that I've been playing. This is a game that I bought today. Oh, um, he's bought the another game. That's two games this week you've bought, buddy. Gibbons, check me out. Fucking winning the game, buddy. <laughs> winning that game. Um, I, I bought Skyrim VR today because it's gone down in price to £15 in the EU. That's the right um, price for that game. Th- that is that is cheap. <laughs> um, it's been 50 quid on the store since it came out. Um, I don't think it's ever hit a sale. Um, for them to release it, to, to drop it down to 15 just after they've patched it, like done a big performance upgrade, is a little odd. Um but I'm not complaining. I snapped that up. Um, and I've played... I managed to play... I played an hour at lunch today. Um, and then I played like another hour or so after work. Holy so shit. I've actually managed, you managed, managed to, get to sneak in, two hours into hours this. In already. Uh, yeah. How is um, it? Is it Skyrim? Or, I don't know. How? Uh, what? Tell me. Talk to me. It's Skyrim. Right. It's very, very Skyrim. Yeah. Um, janky as fuck, mate. It's... Yeah. It's janky. Uh, <laughs> graphically, is it's it's okay. Um, I would imagine that the Switch version looks very similar. Okay, um, yeah. In terms of textures and popping, uh, there aren't many textures. There's a lot of popping. Um, but then it's it's quite a big game to be playing in VR. Uh, it's got all manner of uh, VR control settings and comfort settings and I spent probably half of my time playing around with different control methods working out what was best um it's kind of weird so I started off with the DualShock 4 and uh was I turned off I was like okay you know like it's not my first rodeo buddy like I've, I've played it's a lot of around. games these yeah. days yep yeah. Um, so I'd, I turned off the snap to movement, put it to smooth movement, so I could just turn with the stick, as well as looking around. Um, I turned off uh, the FOV blinkers when you're turning. Uh, that's something that a lot of VR games will do. They'll just darken the screen all around the edges to try and um, stop your brain from freaking out about the fact <laughs> that it seems your head seems to be moving when your head is not moving yeah. in real life. Um, and I... If I felt very ill, <laughs> Im- immediately felt very ill. Um, that method of playing the game, it would appear, buddy, is Chundertown. Nice. So um, I thought that was going to be the way to play the game. Um, it would appear not, and and I can I can if I go snap to uh, uh, rather than um, smoothing, so you turn at sort of forty five degree angles. Yeah, uh, and if I put the FOV blinkers on, uh, it made it much much better. But that's not how I want to play it. It's not so, how you want to do it, really, is it? You want to just be free and breezy, Gibbons. And there's another method uh, oh, for controlling Skyrim, shit. and that would be the PlayStation Move controllers, buddy. Okay. Both of them. Yeah, and you can you can do full control there. Um, now, I know what you're thinking. You think, but Alex, then you'd have to use fucking teleport, and you fucking hate teleport. Well, there is that. You'd be right about that, buddy, but you don't have to use teleport. What? You can use the move controllers Ew. to move. What, do you shake yeah. them like you're running? So you, you hold... <laughs> it, 
you hold the button down on the top of the left one to go forward yeah. and the bot, bot button to the left of it to go backwards okay. to start off with. Yep. Uh, but it also uses the gyro, so while you're holding forwards, you can move the move controller left and right and you'll strafe left and right. Okay. And then you, on your right hand, uh, or the other way around if you're left-handed, but on, on my right hand, um, either side of my thumb, I've got a button each side and that will turn me left and right. So... Between the two move controllers, I can move forwards and backwards on the left. Yeah. I can move left and right on the right. Yeah. Um, and I can strafe just by moving the controller. Yeah. Now, in terms of combat, <laughs> when something when it, when a wolf runs up behind you, and you need to turn around with a button, uh, and then strafe backwards. Uh, let's just say it's taken a little while, buddy. Um, <laughs> And I'm kind of a little bit worried about how viable it will be in terms of actually spinning around. Like, I think there's a 180 button and I need to find it and map it because yeah. I think it would be crucial. Um, there's there's videos online of people who have strapped a move controller to their DualShock. <laughs> so they've got, like, they've got a DualShock uh, and a move controller attached to it and then there's another guy who was using a, a move and a dual shock combined in his left hand and just a move in his right hand. Uh, um, okay. <coughs> um, either way, uh, it's a bit of a work in progress for me. I'm fine with the movement of like moving around and I'm fine with combat when it's in front of me and Skyrim combat, they don't tend to strafe and move around you. They're, they're pretty retarded. So it's it's just about spinning around and being ready for assault kind of thing. The uh, the attacking itself, like it's gonna be, it's, it'd be better. I always played Skyrim with spells. I just powered up my spells. I, I barely used like any weapons at all. Yeah. Um. So I was just shooting fireballs and just got that better and better. And I think that'll work really well with this, mate. You um, need to get your sneak on with that bow and arrow. What well, I've need, got the bow and arrow at the moment, it's and cramp it town actually and it actually lets you <coughs> cock and pull and fire with oh, the move controller. So you literally three best things. hold the left one up and pull back with the right one, and then release with the right one, and it fires that's, the arrow. That's, that sounds um, cool. You got a crosshair, and it, it fires it where you move where you move your head. So. Um, it's very much pat your head, rub your ton- tummy at the start, and, yeah, and it's going to take me sounds, a while. Sounds difficult. It's going to take a while to get used to it, but I think if you persevere, then you'll have really good fun. Um, I know a friend of the podcast, Dan, is picking this up as well. Um, but yeah, I forgot how much I liked Skyrim. Like, it's such a nice little world to be in. Um, there's so much to do, and just got to like um, the first little village and uh, speaking to the woman and, and whatever, and just realizing. Fucking, this is like a 200 hour game if I want in, in VR. And if I can get those move controllers down so that I'm like a proper. And there's lots of forum posts people going, oh, you know, I'm like a fucking ninja having played like 10 hours of it. I'm yeah. totally like, um, I wouldn't play it any other way. Um, there's always that dual shock to fall back on, but I'm going to persevere with the move controllers. Hey, uh, so, to sure me, it I'll, sounds like the way to go, to be honest. Yeah, because it's the one that's the most immersive yeah, if you can exactly. if you can get, it, get it, it on so. it, and then you're fucking crabbing about, shooting fireballs, fucking doing all your shit, mate. Givens. It's very cool. Um, pretty intuitive. They've got like uh, 
hold the button to bring your weapons up, but press the button and it goes into your inventory menu, stuff like that, you know, contextual stuff. They've been very clever with it. They've obviously thought long and hard about how best to use those move controllers. Um, and yeah, so work in progress and I'll, um, I'm sure I'll have played loads more of it next week and I'll let you know how it's going. Oh, I can't wait to get fucking VR at Christmas. <laughs> it's very cool. It's very <laughs> cool and keeps going down in price. I, I, I still think that it's not being supported as well as it should be. And no, I, still think I think you're right. No. It's always going to be a little bit of a gimmick that's probably, that's, probably not going to catch on at least at this gen. Fucking cool. But. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool that I'm not sure I give a fuck. That's so. the thing, isn't it? Certainly no regrets, purchase-wise. Nice. So yeah, that's Skyrim. Uh, I've also been playing Ark uh, with the Funk and with Pete, and uh, mainly with Funk, who's been doing... He's been doing the Lord's work there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Funk's come up with all manner of ways to capture giant animals and tame them. Um, so he's built... <laughs> This huge, like, door uh, into a like a little pen, a, a giant <laughs> pen rather, some the sort, sort of, of pen that you arena. can fit like a triceratops into. Right? Okay, yeah, I can see that now. So I've I've got my little uh, pterodactyl. I'm flying about. Um, I'll I'll f- draw the attention of some sort of giant crocodile, for example, crocodile and I'll gradually yeah. kite him towards this set of doors. Funk's hiding around the corner there, buddy. Um, and I'll just fly through those doors that the crocodile will follow me in, and then Funk will shut the doors behind him. And then we've got him stuck in a pen. That's we it, go mate. up a platform, him. we're firing like trank darts at him until he drops down, <laughs> and then we tame him, we fuck off, rinse and repeat. Funk's gone a step further with this, though, no, though buddy. He's, uh, he's created a mobile boat-related one. <laughs> so... He's made he's made like a like a, a landing oh my craft. Oh god, really? And on okay. one on yeah. one side of it it's got like a scoop, like a ramp. Yeah. So obviously anything you're trying to get in there, you get it to go up the ramp. It drops into the boat. It can't get out. We've caught it. We can sail back to base with it. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Fucking legendary. <laughs> That's so good. I need to see this. Fucking brilliant! We we got, we were we were so angry the other day though because we we just decided we were going to test out all of this stuff for the first time. Yeah. Um. And we needed to just uh, Funk was just putting some skirts on the bottom of the boat there. Um. So we popped into the old uh, he, he popped into the old river to uh, to place those. Got a leech on him, didn't he? Got a leech on him. Ah, Leeches shit. in that game appear in the middle of your screen, and you need like to either burn them off or get someone to to pull it away yeah. from your face. Um, so I did that, and then we realised that it was some sort of infected leech, and we both had literally the fucking plague. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it, it basically took it takes like a, a, a large percentage of your health and hunger off, um, fucks your stamina as well. Nice. I was like, fuck it, like I've got this, um, I, and I just killed myself. Yeah. Uh, thinking I'll oh, just respawn. Yeah, pick up respawn. My gear. Yeah. No, I still had the fucking Lurgy, mate, after oh, respawn. What? It's fucking yeah. survives through death. Jesus Christ. So we then spent, I think, about two hours... <laughs> yeah. Um, ...putting together a potion, like a concoction... Yeah. ...featuring, like, three or four stupid fucking ingredients we didn't have. Um, and we had to create this, like, medicine to cure ourselves. 
And that was the whole session of play. Was Good just, like, he- just healing this mysterious illness. Ah, yeah. oh, dear. Fucking... That sounds fun. They didn't tell us that that was going to happen. Ah, uh, he didn't have it. it. Did not specify. He Fucking just gave ridiculous. it to me. Fucking leeches, mate. Dangerous. Not cool. I don't like going in the water now. No. It's Fucking just... leeches. Disgusting. So yeah, there you go, buddy. That's my week in games. Nice. Good week. Fucking, unless you've got anything else, I think we'll move on. Yeah, now it's time for the news. Number one. Number wang. Number one. Number one. Number wang. Number one. Number wang. Uh, Team Executor's custom SXOS for Switch has a brick code in it, so don't fuck about with it or you could end up with a dead console. Yeah. Um, this is not particularly new. Uh, this There was a custom um, firmware for the 3DS. Yeah, there was. Featured a similar thing. Basically, this code is designed to prevent people from reverse engineering the the firmware and therefore giving it away for free or coming up with some rival version. Uh, But it does mean that there's a very, very tiny possibility that it could just fuck you over by mistake. Like, it's in there, basically. So it's like having a virus in your... your, um, Virus Vault. Um, yeah. I'm, ne- I'm never 100% happy that it's not been completely purged yet. Why but... wouldn't it get rid of it? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically this brick code, the way it works is it password protects the RAM mm-hmm. um, with a randomly generated code, um, which makes the RAM completely unusable and therefore the console uh, irreparable, basically without, I don't know, I suppose you could replace the RAM. Um but that's probably machined onto a motherboard within the fucking Switch, so... Yeah. So, yeah, uh, game over if you do that. This was tested and confirmed by uh, Digital Foundry and a couple of other guys on Twitter. Uh, one guy who actually bricked it to prove it. Fucking sadist. Impressive stuff. Uh, the risk is minimal if you're using it as intended. So, um, yeah, that was cool. And then later in the week, there was news that uh, it was going to be removed, this brick code. I don't know if that's actually happened yet or yeah, not. Yeah, yesterday they came out and they've released the 1.3 version, I think it is now. Um, and yeah, they've taken the, the brick coding out of it um, and made a joke about it, which is nice. Okay, <laughs> I mean, so two things. Firstly, if you're going to use this software, make sure you've got the latest version. Um Secondly, I suppose you just have to trust them at their word there. Oh, yeah, um, don't fuck about with it. Just use it as intended, really, and it'll work. There's every chance there's something else in there that no one's discovered yet. So oh, possibly. So bear that in mind when you use it. But, um, yeah, lots of people are having a lot of fun with this at the moment, aren't they? So uh, Definitely. People like it. Very I cheeky. like it. Uh, <laughs> it's been a great way for you to back up all your games and, and play some Switch oh, yeah, there, buddy. The funny thing was, like, um, my uh, my son was playing on the Switch earlier, and like he restarted it, so obviously that wipes the the hack off it. And uh, the missus rings me up at work, and she's like, "Well, it's not working." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Right, I'll talk you through it." And literally within ten minutes, she had hacked it again. I was very proud of my wife. I was like, "Well done." <laughs> nice. That's how it's done. Yeah, mate. And, and that showed you how easy it is to do this thing. So yeah. Easy. 
Crazy. Anyway. Similar with the old SNES Mini Ooh. in terms of ease. Well, that's Nintendo for you. That's Nintendo. <laughs> They're like, crack our shit, help yourself. Yeah, fill your boots. Also, all our peripherals are like 80 quid. So, so when we get our money, fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, yeah. Number two. <laughs> number two. Uh, Amy Hennig has left EA to found a new indie studio. Uh, the game that she and her team were working on, something something Star Wars, uh, is quote on the shelf. Um. So yeah, she's left. This is Amy Hennig. She, uh, she wrote The Last of Us, among other things. Yep. And um, very talented lady. Um, it's going to be interesting. What forms of this? What kind of game? Yeah, I mean, the Star Wars thing. <laughs> I mean, there was that, yeah. that E3 a couple of years yeah. ago where EA just showed a load of, like, bollocks. Like, not even games. Just, like, they just, like, look at this, like, fucking storyboards and yeah. artists' impressions. I remember. Yeah. It's all kinds yeah. of bollocks, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a there's a lesson to be learned there. I mean, <laughs> probably not by EA because I don't give a shit. <laughs> but, like, obviously all of that was nonsense and and. I don't think a shred of any of that work actually turned into a video game. So there you go. Um, and now Hennig's gone, and she was very big talent. That you know, whatever. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. As you say, like interested to see what she does next. Gibbons, but she's gone from EA, which might be a good thing. Um, speaking of EA, <laughs> uh, we got a fair bit of EA news this week. EA says FIFA will disclose odds on Ultimate Team card packs so that the odds of what you get inside are there for all to see before you purchase the card packs. Um, this That's nice is of them. Perhaps the first step towards <laughs> trying to get away with having gambling in their game, buddy. Um, sure. As the... EU Vultures Circle, I yeah. suppose. Um, I don't I, know about you, but I, I think I don't that feel having like that. that... Go on. Well, just, just having a percentage next to the pack, it just makes it look even more like gambling yeah, to me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's, 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 <laughs> it's not good, is it, really? No. I mean, I can understand they're like, see, look, we're being upfront. It's like, yeah, you're being upfront with your gambling yeah, and showing that it's gambling. <laughs> <laughs> a percentage inherently proves it to be gambling. So I don't know what their end game is. I, I I don't know if they're so unhinged and detached from society they think they can do whatever they want and get away with whatever they want at this point just because they've got that much money. I don't know. Um, either way, expect this to blow up uh, in the coming weeks, yeah, especially sure gonna do in the run-up to FIFA 19, which it's not far now, buddy. No, it's not, it's not far away. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I don't, I'm not, no, I, I, dumb, I know this is what they do in China, is it, or somewhere where they have to display all the odds of all the different loot boxes, and I guess, like, that's where they're taking it from, but it's like you say, it's just proving that there's gambling here, like, they have odds now, like, that makes it worse, surely? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and th- these are packs that you can buy with real money, so it, it's gambling. Brilliant. Just very obvious. Yeah, great move. Go on, EA. I mean, when, when that fucking CEO cyborg they've got, what's his name? Andrew uh, Wilson, is it? He was so <laughs> like fucking creative, creative-minded in his speeches at like 
at the EA show, just yeah. talking about like creativity and being like for the players and for the consumer and everything, finding new and exciting ways oh, to yeah, bring yeah. the things you love. Gift of Such the gab, mate. Wank. Oh, what, all... fucking, what a wanker. Oh, of just course he is. Fucking, yeah, honestly. What a load of bullshit. His anyway, fucking um, slick hair and cunty voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> worth noting, although we're in a bit of an EA. Uh, phase here um, to, to just mention that one of the exciting new changes coming to Konami's Pro Evolution Soccer this year is a complete overhaul of their uh, My Club mode, um, okay. featuring player cards. So I'm I'm very interested to see what that's going to mean <laughs> because it sounds player and this card, would be the yeah. most Konami thing that Konami could do. It sounds a little bit like. The year 2018, when loot box fiasco blows up, everyone removes them, and it starts to become illegal in places, might be the year Konami adds loot boxes to Pro Evolution <laughs> Soccer. Um, so we'll see on that one. That's exciting, though. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see what the fuck happens there. Yeah, apparently they've designed, they've redesigned the whole thing. I mean, they've ripped lots of parts out of Ultimate Team in the past. Yeah, uh, p- player cards, stamina boosts, all of these things. Yeah. they sound a lot like Ultimate Team. So yeah, it's like I oh, they've we'll been see. doing that for the past like nine years. We should probably do that as well. We should probably get on board. Get yeah, on board. Well, that's a really wrong. good idea. Yeah, <laughs> um, and to round off my EA news this week buddy this is more of a I've, I've mainly included this because Joseph Ferris has always got funny things to say and this is a funny quote which makes EA look really stupid um, Joseph Ferris <laughs> uh, this is Joseph Ferris of Hazelight Studios uh, he brought us Brothers and um, A Way Out which uh, disappointed frankly Very disappointing um, almost a good game um, but Essentially, bad script and just QTEs for the most yeah. part. Uh, yeah. Had its moments, but oh, just it did. mediocre. When um, we were playing anyway, that banjo and piano, that was ace. That was special times when we uh, seemed completely fine with the fact that we'd tied up an elderly couple upstairs, yeah, that just escaped in prison, yeah. but had plenty of time to play a tune or two. Um, ah, yeah, loved it. Smashed that the, song. Um, <laughs> Uh, Hazelight's working on a new game Uh, it's going to be published by EA um, and Joseph Ferris said this this week yeah we're with EA it's no problem though it's super good support I don't care what publisher I work with it's going to be the same this is how I work I respect the economical aspect but nobody fucks with the vision it's very very important and they know it at EA now and they're super supportive Super supportive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're with EA. It's no problem. It's no problem. Yeah. Sure. Nobody fucks with the vision. Well, I... I don't... Like, it, it sounds a bit like fucking... Um, what's someone calling it? Um, Zoolander, in a way. Like, uh, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm here and I'm going to give it my best shot kind of speech. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, yeah, we're with EA. And then he goes, I don't care which what publisher uh, I work with. It's going to be the same. It's like, what? You're just sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't believe EA meddled with a way out. Um, 
I suspect if they had done it, it would have been a better game. So uh, I don't know if this one is going to be the same or not. I don't know. My favourite thing that I saw in response to this quote today was someone on Twitter who immediately wrote under Nobody Fucks With The Vision, tell that to Thanos, which I really <laughs> quite, quite <laughs> like. <laughs> Fucking good shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't th- I think EA... Um, it seems to me the way that EA is working, and you can take Unravel as an example of this, that there are some games that they realize are never going to make them billions of dollars. Yeah. And and therefore, they seem happy to leave that shit alone because, you know, if you, you could chuck microtransactions in Hazelight's game, but how much money are you really going to make off of that? And what's the point? Now... That might change if they no longer have their ultimate team money rolling in, buddy, which Ooh. it could happen, you know? Yep. And then maybe maybe it's not such a good idea as a small team or indie dev to jump in bed with EA. But at the moment, it seems as long as they've got their battlefields and, and FIFAs raking in that dollar, then they're more than happy to just apply that good guy image in the background to the smaller games and just let them get on with it. Oh, yeah, got to get that good guy image in there, buddy. Gibbons. Cyborg motherfucker. Crazy <laughs> shit. He's a terrifying man, Andrew Wilson. Yes. That is his name, isn't it? Yeah. The, is he Australian or South African? I don't know. Yeah, they they want you to think he's one of those, buddy, but he certainly it's isn't. Cyborg, yeah. He's made in uh, Silicon Valley, nowhere else. Um, <laughs> what else have we got? I've got this, uh, because you know I love to do this, buddy. Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter and Assassin's Creed Liberation are now backwards compatible on Xbox One. It's always good news with that shit, buddy. Gibbons. Advanced Warfighter was a good game. I liked that. It was, yeah. Um, What else? Velocity 2X is coming to Switch. It's a fucking great game if you haven't played it. It's and you have game. a Switch, buy that game. Buy uh, that game. Yeah. One of my favourite PS4 games. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Maybe says more about this console cycle than anything else, but um, maybe fucking awesome game. I love that. So good. Really I just addictive. think that it's nice that games like that can really make a difference, though. Yeah, Gibbons. I mean, perfect for Switch as well, isn't it? Like, oh, definitely. Yeah, came to Vita before it came to PS4, I think. So it's yeah. kind of bang on. No, definitely. I think it's spot on though. Really cool. Uh, Wreckfest. Um, I've been watching a lot of Wreckfest. This is the spiritual successor to Flat Out. It's from Bugbear Games, who made the original Flat Out, uh, Flat Out 2, and Flat Out Ultimate Carnage before some other company made the fourth one. Um, I think it might have been Milestone who published that. I'm not sure. But either way, <clears throat> this game has been in early access for two or three years on PC. Uh, it's finally officially released on PC. So the reviews came out this week and. Um, people are fucking loving this thing. Uh, if you don't know, this is a an arcade racing game. Uh, think Destruction Derby on the like original PlayStation as an example. Um, the big selling point is the damage model. Basically, every little bit of the car can kind of fall off. It's an incredible um, damage model. Uh, big bowls with uh, literal fucking Destruction Derbies. Um, a whole of different tracks and stuff. Anyway... Looks great. I wish I could have it now. It's out on PC now, uh, but it now it does have an official release date on all other platforms of the twentieth of November. At this point, um, that's going to be a fucking day one, as far as I'm concerned, buddy. 
That thing looks awesome. Um, it does look very cool, and it will be lots of lots of fun, especially like on game night. It's just going to be stupidity, bumper cars, really. Seeing. <laughs> It's going to be so good. You can be like a combine harvester on that game, <laughs> uh, a Barca lawnmower man. Um, oh, that's what you need in computer games. It's just, it's going to be fun. I think, like, the idea that you're racing, but also it's carnage, you know, like, you can just as easily beat someone by completely destroying their car. Um, it's just going to make for some really entertaining races and probably uh, a hellish, miserable experience online. Oh, it's really. going to be terrible online. You know it is. <laughs> Everyone's just going to be... Well, that's the game that you just hit into each other. I think yeah. like when you accept that, that that's the game, then you'll be fine with it, I think. I think so. And if you've got yeah. friends to play with, then you can kind of set some ground rules if you're worried about that sort of no. thing. But no. It's an old goes. school racer. Um, <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Very yeah, excited. Looks cool. A uh, couple, no, one more thing from me. Uh, Bethesda has released a charity single um, on the 4th of July. Uh, it's the cover of Country Road heard in the trailer of um, Fallout 76. Yep. So uh, it's now available for purchase. Uh, Bethesda says this about the um, the not-for-profit. The not-for-profit in question, Habitat for Humanity, helps people from disadvantaged areas around the world to build stable communities. Thankfully, they have done a much better job at building safe homes than Vault Tech and have so far aided more than 9.8 million people in nearly 70 countries. So there you go, buddy. It's a good cause. It's a good cover, actually. Um, really annoyed the hell out of me that I couldn't find out who is singing. Um, and I still can't which is ridiculous. Every publication on the internet didn't report who fucking sings this version of the song. That's weird. Uh, yeah, it's very strange. You'd think you could find like a band or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I did, I did a bit of digging. Um, so the, the reason that no one's being sort of credited properly like a band or a singer or whatever is because this is like the most corporate fucking production the world has ever seen. Yeah. Um, the cover version is credited to a company called Copilot. Um <laughs> And they're like co-pilot strategic music content. Music right. content and a strategy company. Obviously, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's some sort of like, you know, these these guys normally make music for commercials and stuff. Um, and they obviously had this, this was commissioned by Bethesda for them to make it. Um, I don't know why. I mean, they've done a good job, <laughs> but just really weird kind of, yeah. I don't know. I suppose, you know, you do that and you don't have to worry about royalties. You can just pay this company to produce a song for you and then you really can give 100% of the proceeds to charity. So maybe that's why they did it. But um bit weird. Anyway, good cause. So there you go. And really good. Listen, uh, watch the trailer of um, Fallout 76. You yeah. might like it. I've always quite liked the song, but not actually the John Denver version very much. <laughs> I, think th I think this is better. So um there you go. Maybe a bit of a Philistine thing to say on the 4th of July, but there we go. That will happen. <laughs> uh, so that's me, buddy. That's my news. I think it's probably time for me to hand over to you for my favourite section, and I'm sure the listeners as well. Uh, and that would, of course, be Ash's News Favourite Things of the Week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News Favourite Thing of the Week. Ah, cheers, buddy. Yeah, a few things this week uh, on the agenda. First of all, we're going to start off with uh, 
a report that Google is planning to take on Xbox and PlayStation with some sort of gaming streaming service and new hardware. But this comes straight out of Kotaku uh, saying Google is uh, planning to double down on its gaming initiative with a new streaming service. The report cites five sources close to the project, which is currently codenamed Yeti. So, yeah, how about that? Contender, are you ready? So I guess this is going to be a console, but what, limited power and streaming? It's going to be like a sort of on-live type thing? That's a good question. I think it's unlikely Google would come into the console market with a device that's like 400 bucks. So, um, because they're a company with incredible amounts of like cloud power and storage and so on, I, I guess they'll go down the streaming route and, and try and compete in, on, on that okay. side of things. I have, uh, according to the report, Google plans on purchasing a handful of development studios outright rather than merely investing in projects like it has previously. The, uh, the rumoured hardware is said to link up with the Yeti streaming service, the, though details are currently scarce on whether Google is looking to rival PlayStation and Xbox in terms of processing power. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, anything I mean, can happen. But, yeah, like it, it, like more than like the, the streaming thing uh, seems more viable than anything else, I would say. That can only be a good thing, man. That's what we, all we want is competition. Yeah, man. Um, choice and competition. And if if someone else comes to the party and does a good job and and forces the sort of old guard to think about what they're doing, like maybe look at their prices, that sort of thing, then fucking cool. Like excellent news. <laughs> yeah, Bins, buddy. Next up, Fallout seventy six cross platform play with PS four is something Bethesda would have loved apparently so this is once more this again. Sony getting a fucking kick in for not supporting crossplay uh todd howard said we'd love to have cross-platform with fallout 76 right now but we can't uh sony is not as helpful as everyone would like but we'll see what happens in the future Ooh, the future could Ooh. happen i think this is what needs to happen everyone just needs to keep complaining about sony being shit and Sony and Nintendo being like, yeah, we'll fucking play with each other. Not in a sex way. Maybe in a sex way. Maybe. Who knows? I'll get on board that. I like how many developers are coming out and telling and saying what cunts they are. Yeah, man. That's, it's that's ace. what I like. I love like, it. You know, that that's so much more powerful than the user base, unfortunately. Which probably shouldn't be the case, but it is. Um, no. Yeah, you're right. Very cool. Ah, third on the list, Hitman 2, a game that I'm very much looking forward to this year. It's going to oh, launch with yeah. six location uh, locations, uh, multiple assassinations, and also the opportunities uh, will return. Or the multiple ap- assassination opportunities will return. So lots of killing there, different routes to taking it. I'm looking forward to that game. Tempted to yeah, get a cheeky th- pre-order on that so we can play the uh, whatever the two-player co-op game is that's out on it. The snipey thing. Yeah, yeah. Tempted, but, you know. I don't know. Out on November 13th, anyway. Oh, God, November's going to be expensive. I know, right? We need to start putting some money aside now, get our <laughs> wallets uh, 
fucking filled up, really, mate. That's about Gibbons, it. 100%. Uh, finally, buddy, bit of Destiny 2 here. Nothing major, though, but Future War Cult, one of the three factions, they have won their first frac- uh, faction rally since the release of Destiny 2. So that means that no one likes them, I'm guessing, until now. I mean, Yeah, because that's, that's been going for ages, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, so every few weeks there's a faction rally. Uh, and yeah, they. <laughs> this is the first time that they've won it, which is crazy. But uh, there was a whole fucking stink up about how they haven't won them. Uh, oh, fucking, this annoyed me actually. Uh, there's an app that's been developed called like Ishtar Commander, I think it is, or something like that. Uh, and it's pretty much just an, an inventory app on your phone. So you load it up and you can move all your guns from the vault to your player. So you haven't got to fuck about going back to the tower and moving stuff within the game. You can just do it on the fly, which is good. You can save all your different loadouts and stuff and load them up instantly. It's a really good app. And he was like, oh, I'm going to stop developing this and take it offline if Future War Cult don't win. I'm like, dude, not cool. You're just what a douchebag. What a douchebag. Why would you do that? But they won yeah. anyway. Um, so, yeah, which is nice. Okay. And that's it, buddy. There you go. I'd like to finish on that because uh, that's the end of my news. Um, the end is always a good time to finish, buddy. Thank you so much for that news. And before that, of course, was my news. Uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was the news. Now it's time for Out This Week. That's Out This Week. Get in. Let's do this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so Out This Week, buddy, we've got... Um. Actually, I've just remembered... Hey, uh, he's remembered. I just remembered that last week we were waiting for Major Nelson to make some big fucking announcement. Oh, uh, yeah, he that didn't make. He didn't do it. What a shitbag. He has didn't he done make... it yet? Has it taken him a whole week? Yeah, he's done it. it. He has done it now. Uh, quite what he was waiting for, I've no fucking idea. Oh, because, fill me because, in. Because you, you should not want to draw attention to this particular lineup of games. Anyway... Um, what we've got for Xbox One, we have a Smite Buddy, um, Cactus, Assault Android uh, Cactus, and Death Squared. Uh, and then the 360 backwards compatible games are Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown and Splinter Cell Conviction. Splinter Cell Conviction wins it there, unfortunately. Splinter Cell Conviction should not be the best game. <laughs> On the Xbox Live Games with Gold lineup, um, I, I mean, so Android Cactus and Death Squared. These are new indie games. They may well be very yeah, good. Yeah, they might be good. As yeah, we've discussed be honest, yeah. before, when you're giving games away in this manner, it tends to be that you probably want some sort of marquee name there because then people, mm. you know, keeps people thinking the service is really good. It's um, worthwhile. So yeah. Um, not great, really. I don't bit disappointed, think. but then again, I'm not an Xbox One owner, so fuck it. Not asked. No, uh, Splinter Cell is good. Um, a lot of <laughs> fucking Eurogamer were like, "Oh, Splinter Cell by far the but far from the best of the Splinter Cell games." And I'm like, Twats. "Fuck you! It's a good game. Awesome. It's a game. really good game. That um, not bad. Uh, I'd play oh, that in 4K 60. Fucking bring it on. Oh, that'd be sweet. That'd be tasty. Um, um, yeah." So yeah, anyway, uh, there's your games with gold. Um, a, a week overdue. Fucking, it's Major Nelson's fault. It's not mine. 
to there. Uh, also this week, we have actual games that are out this week. Uh, 20XX is out this week on PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. It is an old-school roguelite platformer. Yes! We've also got MXGP Pro, <laughs> PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, it is yet another um, Moto GP-esque bike game from uh, Milestone. Yes! We've got Captain Toad Treasure Tracker coming to Switch and 3DS, buddy. I'll play that. Gibbons. <laughs> that, looks, <laughs> that looks fun, actually. It does look fun, and I will play yeah. that. Gibbons. Um, Earthfall is uh, coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. This is a, a, as far as I'm concerned, my opinion's my own, uh, a shameless Left for Dead clone um, <laughs> with aliens. Um, I don't know why this is exists, um, but it's coming out. Uh, it looks fun. <laughs> it looks like Left for Dead with aliens. This, okay, yeah, yeah. The the fucking whatever trailer is the PS4 announcement trailer. Yep, this is uh, Left for Dead. This is Left for Dead. What's going with on aliens. here, mate? What's going on here? Let me see if there's any gameplay. Uh, there, there's one. Trailer gameplay, right? Yep. Yeah. Skip halfway through it. Let's see. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, aliens and Left for Dead. There's one that can lick you. There's one that can ride on your back. There's one that explodes. There's one that sicks up everywhere. There's one that oh, runs really fast. What? Who'd have thought it? Just looks Why like... can't there be one like with a stumpy leg that can just walk really slow? You know. <laughs> Just oh, saying, stumpy, stumpy like, the fat alien. guy that can like barely breathe and just has to sit down every like minute and be like wait there, I can't do anything. Just saying, mix it up. Yeah, fair play. Um, <laughs> it, that that Left 4 Dead clone's coming out this week for some reason. Um, I don't know what that's going to retail at, but uh, I don't know. It's weird, weird. Fine. Um, also, this week we have Hotel Transylvania Three: Monsters Overboard. Uh, obviously, this is a tie-in with uh, the Hotel, the films, Hotel Transylvania films. Yeah. Um, this is coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, it looks it looks a bit like Pikmin to me. Um, it's kind of like a oh, this like looks Diablo isometric terrible. sort of thing, but with little Sorry. creatures. Um, graphically, yeah, no, it, you're absolutely right, buddy. Oh, like think- control-wise, it just looks fucking. Oh, animation! You, thinking this terrible. is the PS2 version, but where's the game that's coming out this week? This um, is the, I'm watching the Switch version, which I'm guessing yeah. it's going to be exactly the same as the PS4 version, because I mean, fucking hell, this looks terrible. Very weird. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a bad game, but uh, it doesn't look like a good one. I think that's a nice way of putting it, as nice as we can be. So. There we go. Oh, I've got some yappy dog fucking barking outside. Fucking, bark, bark. I've got some dude revving up and down the high street like some fucking... He's got big balls and a very tiny speck of a cock, buddy. I think that's oh, what's going on there. That will happen. Evans. Um, finally out this week, we've got Octopath Traveler on the Switch. That is a turn-based RPG. It looks rather nice. And that is out this week, along with those other games that I mentioned. And... Uh, yeah, that's out this week. Bro. Yeah, that's out this week, yes! Ah! <laughs>
And now it's time for Fuckwick Corner. Fuckwick Corner with Funk. Fuckwick Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. Any questions, buddy? Uh, he hasn't really, but he's got an opinion um, <clears throat> based on something that we were talking about last week. Mm. Um, uh, Funk says this. Yeah. Yeah. Your chat about story-driven games was interesting. I'm firmly in the camp of, if I want a story, that's what TV is for. More so when gaming time is tight. I find myself just wanting to get in with it and... Get on with it. And to be honest, I never find the stories gripping anyway. Normally badly written and acted, in my opinion. Um, I find it hard to disagree with what I, he says I, there. I, I'm kind of on board with the storylines in games. Because I never fucking know what's going on. Like, tell me, like, quiz me on what Halo's about. Fucking shooting shit. That's, <laughs> that's what it's about. Like, I don't know about Master Chief and his rings... And some AI bird. Literally, I I don't know if it's like I can't like keep up with it or something. But like in games like that where it's like action packed shit, I'm just like, nah, mate, what what's going on? But obviously, yeah, there are games that do this quite well, I would say, and it is nice and refreshing to find those games um, in gaming that that actually have stories that I'm like, oh, okay, wow, cool, I understand. Yeah, this works. Blah blah blah. So on, so forth. But yeah, I don't know. I I kind of sit in between the two. I would say I I don't think like it's massively. Ne- it is necessary in games because you know it's a, it's a it's an art form in a, in its way, isn't it? Really. So there, there's going to be all kinds of different manner types of games, and that that's the beauty of video games. Like there's something for everyone, really, isn't there? But Absolutely. I, so yeah. these these types of games, I feel, need to exist so they can it can get pushed forward. Really, that's what I'm saying. I think. In a yeah, I mean, it comes down <laughs> to what you like. It really does. Yeah. Um, I think if, if hand on heart, there, if you're thinking about comparing, uh, maybe maybe you can't necessarily compare the quality of story between the two mediums. Um, it's certainly difficult to. Um, you have to think about how much control the creators of a movie have over it versus a video game where there needs to be gameplay uh, yes. and there needs to be um, cut scenes and sequences and, and uh, pacing is, is like incredibly difficult because the player can just do shit. Totally. Yeah, it's up to them. How, how much of losing your immersion in video games comes down to, to you fucking running about like a twat rather yeah, than does. just passing through the game. Uh, and it's probably one of the reasons why a lot of people thought that the Telltale uh, games were very good story games, because there was very limited fucking direction from the player in terms of... Oh, when I got my about. chance, though, mate, fuck, I fucked that game when I got my <laughs> chance. <laughs> I just think it's it's very hard to compare. If you were to just compare the the, the quality of story between say movies and TV and video games there are very very few video games 
that get anywhere near um, the, the storytelling of movies and TV. I totally agree with him there. Um, but I do think it's been getting better. Um, I, I came up with a short list of what I thought were good stories in video games, but even these, I would have to, I'd have to say most of them don't really hold up versus like a fucking amazing movie. They just don't. But then that's the nature of the, the media. The pacing like of it, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I just think very difficult. Um, this is my list. Uh, this was the list. I put this together over a sort of an hour of just thinking about it while I was fixing some fucking networking issue earlier as part of my <laughs> weird job. Um, so uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last of Us, uh, Uncharted, GTA Five. Portal 2, Firewatch, Half-Life 2, uh, The Witcher 3, uh, the Bioshock games, and the Stanley Parable. There's there's 10 yeah. games that I think have like the strongest stories. Out of those games, compared to like the best movies, um, I think really probably The Last of Us and Firewatch. I definitely hit home on Firewatch because it's a game that you can smash out in a couple of hours if you just go at it hammer and tongs. Not not like fucking ah speed running. You just you just take it from A to B to C to D. If you just go through the motions on that game and you don't, you know, wander about. But obviously you can wander about. That's the beauty of the game or games in general. But it, it the fact that there's like no cutscenes whatsoever. It starts off like with like quite an emotional story on how you get you get to this situation, and then it's all just audio driven, really. Like the the conversations and uh, what's it the the voicing or like the the voice yeah, acting all, in it. it all it's of the so acting well is, done. It's the best voice acting in any game. Firewatch, and as far as I'm concerned, you know it. it, it it's really good because it keeps you immersed in that environment. You know, like, uh, I, first time I played it, I just wanted to know what the hell is going on. And, you know, I had all kinds of emotions throughout that journey of, like, obviously, like, funny bits. But then also, like, fucking seat of my edge shit, like, fucking paranoia. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is freaking me out kind of stuff. But it's just that, that for me, it is the 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 best or the closest thing to kind of like a uh, a film because of yeah of the length I would say whereas obviously the Last of Us is a fucking fantastic story and it's done really really well but you know the fact that it's over so many days of playing it you know like maybe that's where that disjointedness could come in I don't know yeah I think so I think in ter- what Funk's talking about in terms of the quality of the writing um, mm. I think. Horizon was very strong in that yeah. department. Uh, I don't think there was much cringy stuff in there. Voice acting was solid as well. Yeah, um, yeah. The Last of Us, uh, I, th- I thought that the voice acting was spectacular in that game, like all of it, um, and brilliant performances all around. Um, Uncharted is a cheesy flick, but yeah, I think I it captures it was that movie fantastic perfectly. Uncharted 4. Like, I, uh, I was blown away with the cutscenes in that. Like Literally, I was just like, these are just incredible. Really, really impressive stuff. I just think that the sort of games that Funk likes, I think the the more the the better the story, the more it takes away from the gameplay. Yeah, I can see that. Therefore, and therefore, the more that he won't like it. Yeah, uh, and, and, and I, I he mean, didn't like Uncharted at sorry. all. Sorry, um, yeah, go on. Sorry, mate. 
So it's, it, I think that's got a lot to do with it. And then you look at something like Far Cry or Ark, where he can kind of make his own story. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be where he thrives. That seems to be what he enjoys the most. So same with Portal 2. Like, I thought that the, that thing, the script in that game is absolutely oh, awesome. second to none. So good. Really yeah. well acted as well. Yeah. But man, it was seriously. a pretty linear corridor kind of escapades and, and, yeah. You know, the same with Firewatch to a degree, like brilliant voice acting, not much game going on, not much in terms of um, like gameplay mechanics and so yeah. on. Um, so, yeah. But that's, that's, a- that's what uh, I was going to say is um, Destiny 2 have like come out and said in their latest like Vidoc or whatever it is they did, um, like all the stuff, for, like the storyline and stuff for uh, uh, oh, Forsaken when it comes out in September it's going to be more in-game. There's like less cutscenes and stuff like that. So I don't know if if that would be a better way of doing it or not. I don't know. Um, but I see what happens with that. I'm guessing they've done it just to save money and put more stuff in the game. I don't know. But it, it, like, maybe they're, they're looking at different ways of doing it, I think, which is, you know, like that. that's what this like, the games industry needs to do. Like... Not necessarily like do like a complete 180 on what they're doing, just like, you know, explore different avenues until they find something that fits really well with whatever type of game they're making, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, back in the day, you you kind of thought the reason that it, it'd go into a CG cutscene or something in, in a game that you were playing was because mm. uh, they wanted to tell the story with better graphics but i think to be honest the main reason that they do it these days is just because they they want to wrestle control from you so they can tell the fucking tale they're trying to tell also with destiny 2 the the, the fucking on pc the cutscenes are at 30 frames per second whereas obviously if you've got a decent pc you're not going to be playing that game at 30 frames per second and apparently it's incredibly jarring (laughs) which is fucking horrible Yeah, yeah i know right it's such a dumb idea like why would you do that Fucking cussing. Yeah, but... Anyway, yeah. Fucking. Well, we'd l- yeah, we'd no. love to hear from uh, from you guys about this. I mean, I I've always been a big fan of um, these sort of linear story driven games. I, I really find, especially these days when the most games that come out seem to be open worlders now, I mm. find it very refreshing yeah. when that choice is wrestled away from me and I just have to jump through the hoops of the game. Um, I also like these sort of mini hub world games like Deus Ex, where it's semi-open world um, rather than like completely... Like semi, um, yeah. Nurse in a semi, yeah. yeah. And you can know, knit between the, the different areas of a city in the subway and that sort of thing that again that game that the story is great in deus ex but i mean the acting is is not um the witcher again great script really funny predominantly good acting but that's 200 hour epic like yeah exactly can't compete with the uh the delicate controlled direction and precision of a movie or, or a drama series or whatever so yeah each to their own, buddy. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think, buddies. Get on Street Beat and uh, give us a shout. Every week, we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. Now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we wanna know? Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall. So hit us up and be on the show. The JFG Street Beat. Mm, Street Beat.
Street Beat. We want to know. Get on the show. Get on the show. And uh, the following people have got on the show, buddy. And uh, it'd be remiss of me not to start with this particular fucking angelic, glorious, magnificent bastard. Uh, this is JJ, our glorious benefactor, buddy, who has returned once again to uh, cross our palms with silver and make another donation towards the upkeep of the site and the podcast. And what a fucking legend. This guy's crazy. <laughs> Hooch is crazy, buddy. Hooch is crazy. Well, fucking, what a legend, mate. Seriously, like, thank you a billion times over kind of thing. Like, literally... Fucking just like I don't know, like we never asked for money, but you know, obviously the options there. But like the fact that like you guys are giving it to us, it's just, it's just fantastic. And like Alex said, it covers our overheads. And you know, like I mean, even if you didn't donate, we'd still do this every week. But you know, the fact that you do just means so much. Totally, man. It keeps us self sufficient. Um, as a lovely Fourth uh, of July gift from JJ. Happy Fourth of July, JJ, and thank you so much. Um, yeah, it does. It keeps us running. Uh, he's been he's been keeping us running um, more often than not, but he's been keeping us self sufficient since probably episode one, which may or may not have been called <laughs> the Phantom Penis. I don't know. Might but, have been. Uh, I, I, I think it was called the first of many. But yeah, I, I, I mean, it, <laughs> I think the Star Wars joke was the fourth episode. Yeah, I it didn't I take remember. long. <laughs> no, it New didn't. Hope. It probably was called A New Hope, the fourth episode I of think our podcast. It was. There you go. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. Givens. Um, thank you so much. Um, absolute legend. Um, uh, I've got. Uh, I've, have you got? The, have you read the message out? Um, here we go. I've got one here. It's uh, JJ's message. Let's try and find it here because it's on the um, Streamlabs. Uh, Sorry, buddies. Uh, busy as fuck lately. Uh, I've never played Burnout. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, know what I mean. Know what I mean. Hmm. There you go. Fucking cool. Ledge. Absolute ledge. Indeed. Champion. Thank you. Champion of the pod. Our glorious benefactor once again. Um, many thanks. Many, many thanks. Oh, um... This has got nothing to do with anything, but I do feel the need to share it, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just had a... Yeah, yeah no, do it. I just remembered this. I was at yep. the pub last night with yep. a friend of the podcast, Paul. That will happen. Um, uh, we go to this pub quite a lot now. Um, regulars, eh? We are regulars. It is our local. It's about halfway between his flat and mine, um, so that's about right. Um, anyway, there's uh, they do food there. It's... It's mediocre. It's not too bad. Some of it's quite nice. Most of it isn't. Um, the the guy who cooks it, aka the chef, um, is a scary balding gentleman. Um, nice. That's the first time we saw him, uh, he he's definitely unhinged. He gave us a uh, a plate of leftover roast potatoes because it was a Sunday. He was like, "Do you want these?" and just gave them to us. They were quite nice. They weren't bad. And then he stormed out the back into the garden to shout at a man who was sitting on the picnic bench seat, as in sitting on the tabletop with his feet on the seat. Which, it's it's a fucking picnic bench. At the end of the day, not sure that's worth shouting about. 
but yeah. he did. Okay, he's, okay, he's quite a young. He's, I don't think he's much older than me, but he's clearly a fucking mental. And this was confirmed last night in the pub, buddy, as he walks past with his little backpack on. Obviously, the kitchen is closed. Everyone's happy after the England game, and he says this. Now, this is under his breath, but certainly at a volume in which anyone within, I don't know, two feet could hear. I think I may have been the only person within two feet. But he said this, buddy. Fucking bye, everyone. Enjoy your shitty lives. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. <coughs> now, would you buy food off that gentleman? No. no Might be poisoned. No. Probably not anymore. I had had some um, pulled pork dirty fries, buddy, and they were very tasty. So, went outside. Uh, he was stroking a little dog and being very friendly with it. So, I think he's more of a more of an animal lover. Okay, um, than, got you. People. Anyway, sorry. I had to say. I had to. I had to say that. Enjoy your shitty lives. There you go. To a pub full of people <laughs> who just bought his food, like, oh, <laughs> and are really happy after the England game. He obviously wasn't so happy uh anyway oh, we'll continue dear. with street beat sorry for hijacking yeah. it uh, i've I just sent that- um jj over the code for burnout paradise on origin so hopefully that works for him uh if not jj let me know and i'll sort you out with a different game fucking sweet as the punch check him out legend beautiful stuff um next we have a message from the Octo Pizzle Buddy. It's just a little opinion of his. Uh, he says this. I reckon cricket and baseball would be cool in VR from the perspective of the batter and bowler. I could see that. I totally agree. And with my uh, weird wranglings of the move trolls today, buddy, I would say that you could probably set up a decent set of controls for fielding in a baseball game based on the fact that you've got a square Forward, of, back. of yeah. buttons. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, right. You could have your different that could work styles. Yeah, it could, it could be really good. Um, yeah, you could go down like the bowling route, I guess. Yeah, well, you just got to throw it with the move, haven't you? I mean, it's yeah, it's important that you have that strap on, you know. Uh, ski ball, that's probably already there. Yeah, strap on, strap on. Yeah, get that strap on. It's important. <laughs> curling. Uh, yeah. What about curling? Curling would be good, and bowling, and um, what Just else? I've of... noticed that Shot um, put. Skyrim has the option for realistic swimming. So when you're underwater, you have to literally <laughs> Dude, like, swimming. You have to paddle nice. with the move controls. I like it. Doggy uh, paddle, yeah. Or, well, I suppose breaststroke as well, like whatever yeah, you like. Yeah, front really. crawl, whatever. Bit of butterfly. Bit of butterfly on yeah. in Skyrim. What you've been Just, up to? Been uh, butterflying down the river in Skyrim. Yeah, this week. Yeah, what you do? Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that. Give it a go, mate. Let us know. Give us a will. <laughs> I know. I'd love if the if the show had um, VR and move controllers for batting. Then I would be buying the new version of the show. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. There's every chance that I will pick that game up when it goes down to like 15 quid, like it did last year. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. I must have played like 80 hours of last year's The Show. But, yeah, definitely. Um, VR would totally work. And same for cricket as well, buddy. Like, you're in sort of fixed positions, aren't you? You have the fielding as, you know, you set up your slips and so on and then leave them to it. But 
have all the bowling and the batting available for for move controllers and VR. There you go. Sorted. Fucking cool. Yeah. Good shout. Cheers, Pizzle. Uh, finally, we've got a lengthy one from old friend of the podcast, Mark, who's um, he's a couple of podcasts behind. So um, this was something that we were talking about a, a few new sections ago. To I do won't remember the, then. Uh, I can't the new Call of Duty uh, season pass, which splits the user base because it's got oh, a load of extra Yes, maps. I remember the debate. Good times. Retards. But then again, nothing new. <laughs> Salad days. Yeah. Uh, nothing new is right. And uh, as friend of the podcast, Mark, says, he says this. Uh, listening to the week before last podcast talking about the COD season pass, uh, they've always split the player base between users with and without the map packs since Modern Warfare. The sheer number of players who buy it each year still generally means matchmaking isn't a problem despite the split. I've got the Black Ops 3 season pass and obviously only get matched into lobbies with other season pass holders, but never have a problem finding a game. As far as I know, if you're in a party and even one player in your party is missing a map, then it will class you all as just having the base game, so in theory no one in the party should get kicked uh, from the lobby by joining a map they don't have. Season pass price for the last few years has been around 40 quid, but we got ours on sale around Christmas time for about £50 with the game as well That's on the bad. store. Uh, with the family sharing, this isn't very expensive. Uh, with Black Ops 2 on 360, obviously we had to spend 40 quid on the game and the maps again on top, so this is nothing new. Um, Gibbons. No, I suppose it isn't anything new. I think in the past, it's kind of not... I don't know, I'm probably wrong about this, but I feel like when they first started doing this, they weren't... The the extra maps weren't immediately all available. They kind of came out no, in stages. Like, like every three months or something, roughly, isn't it? Like, or yeah. Maybe like, four months or something. And, and maybe that's the case here as well. Um, what I will say is this game is selling less and less every year, and it's not always going to be the case that matchmaking isn't a problem despite the split. Uh, I think that's probably changing as less and less people are interested. Um, certainly the last game died a fucking death. The one before that died a fucking death as well. Yeah, I noticed, I noticed friend of the great. podcast Mark and friend of the podcast Dan um, still basically only playing Black Ops 3 yeah. for their shooters. Um, that game's pretty old now, buddies. Obviously it took off, it did well. There's it's every chance Black Ops 4 will as well, but I don't see the hype for this game. Um, I've seen it sort of steadily diminishing over the years. Uh, I just don't think Activision are going to keep keep getting away with this going forwards. I think eventually it's going to be detrimental for all players, uh, whether they splashed out or they didn't. And I'm pretty sure the season pass is going to be more than 40 quid this year as well. Mm -hmm. That's always nice. So yeah, I see what you're saying, and you're right. They've been doing it for ages. Um, doesn't make it think. any less cunty. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure it was Gears of War. No idea which version four I'm going for. Just fuck it, number four. Um, they had the thing was if um, one of you had the season pass, then you could all play it. I think, and also they also also they also also did. Uh, they had like a map rotation where every week or something, uh, one of the maps from the DLC was able to play with everyone, even if you didn't have the season pass. Like, I think that's a cool way of doing it. Um, Battlefield, I don't know if they still do it or they they trialed it or something, where if one of you has the season pass as well, 
Uh, you can all have it, or you all have access to it. But you don't access the guns from the season pass, just the maps. I think that's what the thing was. Yeah. My, I could be talking bollocks right now, but I think that's what <laughs> it was. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I heard was that... Um, <laughs> Last time I checked, I don't think the season pass for Black Ops 4 was actually available standalone. So oh, okay, so you just have you, to You had buy to buy it. one of the special That's editions shit. to the tune of like 80, 90 quid. Wow, cool. Off the bat, or straight move. off the bat to get it. And Whoa. you know Exavision, they'll release the season pass separately in like a few months' time if that's the case, but uh, I don't know. just hate them. Fucking just hate them. Yes, cunts. Such douchebags. Yeah, still buddy. like I still think Black Ops Three was a good game though. We yeah, played man, it quite was a good. lot of it. Played a lot um, of that game. Enjoyed it. I was shit at it, but I think I'm worse at Titanfall though. Titanfall is just <sighs> mental. I can't. I, I love it, but I'm just terrible at it. It's just, it's so fast paced. I can't Might keep have up. Something with to it. do with when we play it. I.e. Maybe like when we're eleven o'clock at night after five absolutely. beers on a game night. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's like when I play like Destiny during the week and I'm doing Crucible, I'm like, fucking, yeah, I'm on it. Like, top player, whatever. But then I play Titanfall 2 and I'm like, no chance. But yeah, it could be because I'm shit faced. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we all are at that point, <laughs> normally. Maybe. <clears throat> oh, there you go. Um, yeah, thanks very much to uh, everyone who contributed this week. Thanks to Funk and Pizzle. Uh, thanks to friend of the podcast, Mark. And of course, thanks to JJ, our glorious benefactor. Yeah, and don't cheers, forget, buddies. you can always um, pop over to our website, www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk, and head into Street Beat if you want to have your say on anything we talk about on here, uh, contribute, or maybe win some game codes. All of these things are options that are available to you, buddies, if you just head over to Street Beat. Free games. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 170 of the JFG podcast. Um, what a time we've had. Um, I'm very warm. I turned the fan off to do this. Uh, I, I opened I the windows and the back door. It's I didn't close right the windows, now. but I did turn the fan off, and oh, um, my top is now stuck to me. So that's Well, pleasant. you're in streaming shorts, buddy, so you're all right. At least there's that. <laughs> um Worth noting, I am wearing pants under there. Oh, that's nice. I just wanted to make that clear. I don't know if you maybe thought because I was wearing swimming I shorts. I did. I just thought it's just swimming shorts. That's it. No, no. no, I, no. I, I've got, You're wearing the swimming yeah. shorts as shorts. Why don't you get I've some board bo- shorts? Or are they well, board I, shorts? I, are they the to. swimming shorts with the, the, the piece in? I've got... The, uh, these are these are swimming shorts with like the netting inside. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, gotta have um, that netting. Otherwise, probably going to need to get some more shorts for Barcelona because I'm going to Barcelona in August. I think that might be quite warm, mm. so uh, probably need some. Probably need some shorts. For get that, some short though. shorts, buddy. You like short, shorts. super short shorts, like eighties football shorts. That's a good shout. And then get a t-shirt and cut off the bit at the bottom, so your tummy's showing as well. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I've certainly got the figure for that. If I think else. it's a good look, definitely sandals yeah, with me socks into it. as well. Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good shout and a, a beret, a beret as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. One glove like Michael Jackson, maybe. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're going all out. Yeah. Big, 
clock on a chain around you. Just trying to get all kind of different eras and yeah, areas of there. fashion and just fucking thumb it in, mate. Yeah, yeah. have a little feather boa as well. and um, yeah. yeah. You could have a dog in a bag as well. I like that. Yeah. And I could also have a larger dog carrying a bag. Oh, my God. Where are we going with this? What are we going to play now, buddy? I don't know. It's either Ark or Unraveled, I guess. Gibbers, you got that installed? I believe so. Excellent news. Well, we'll see how we go then. Depends who's about and what's kicking and what's cracking. Oh, yeah, mate. Gibbons. Well, thanks so much for listening, buddies. Uh, we'll catch you next time, of course. Um, it only remains really for me to tell you all the places that you can find us on the internets. Um, of course, as I mentioned before, because of the whole street beat thing, uh, you can find us on our website, www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk. We're also on Twitter. Uh, at the JFG Podcast, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast. We're on them, their video streaming sites as well, buddy. So you can find us on the YouTubes. Uh, you can find us on twitch.tv forward slash the JFG Podcast. We're streaming on there right now, literally now, right now, but not when you're listening to this right now, unless you're listening right, to this meow. now. Um, we're also on mixer.com, aka beam.fuckingpro. Uh, SoundCloud, if you fancy, not even going to tell you where that is, just doesn't matter. Um, we're on the PS4, the communities. You can come and join our community, uh, see some art from Mel Gibson's soul or uh, an ors or whatever. Um, uh, we're on Discord. You can find the link to that on our website as well, the jfgpodcast.co.uk. Um, come and join our Discord. Uh, I think I've found myself a Project Cars community, buddy. Um, what? Pretty excited. But the downside is they hold three events each week or three nights each week. And one of them's a Wednesday, so that's straight out of the picture. Uh, and the other one is a Saturday Idiots. at 9 p.m. And I'm rarely available no. at that time, buddy, because I'm yeah. a, out and about, you know, busy I'm man, a, man about town, jazz man on about the pantiles. Town. Double busy, cock of the walk. But um, they do Monday night GT3 races, and so I think I'm going to get involved in that. It'll be pretty cheeky. Yeah. That sounds um, lovely, buddy. Yeah, come and join our Making uh, friends our on the internet. Yeah. It's that these days. Just as good as real friends. Yeah, actual friends. Sure. Um, so, yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, you can come and find us on Discord if you like. Uh, and, of course, we're also on Google+, Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time. Uh, until then, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, Facebook forward slash the JFG Podcast, or Twitter where we are at the JFG Podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday, and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. 